morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, globally. Um, my name is Miss Ebony. I love to welcome you back to Thrift Stores and Coffee Shops. Thanks for listening in and being a listening ear to all of the things that I love to talk about here. Appreciate all the support. So today, um, I was thinking, as I always am, and that's how I end up with these topics <laughs> most of the time, but I was thinking about like competition and not really competition between, I don't want to say, I don't say regular women because we all are someone that's important and special in the world because we all come from the image of God, but just women that are like in the industry, whether it's music, acting, mostly I would say my thought process came because I was thinking about music and um, mostly the music industry, I guess I'll be touching on today, but it could definitely go throughout industry in any industry or any work related place just depends on the person personally. um, My opinion, I guess. Um, But I was thinking about the, the drama sometimes we listen to in lyrics and um, before we already did already did a podcast um talking about behind the lyrics and what lyrics mean and how important they are and how even in the industry depending on what type of music we do listen to me is mostly gospel now but I was always into all types of music I grew up on gospel R&B and a little bit of pop but because of where I am with God I limited my listening to pretty much gospel and, um, you know, hip hop or whatever I listen to R and B, not as much right now in this season, not that I won't revisit it just because where I'm at personally, my own conviction, not trying to put that on you, but lyrics are important. Words are important. We know that Bible talks about watching our mouths and making sure that we know that blessing and curses can't come out of the same mouth. And we know that we don't really, we're not supposed to really uphold people as idols or really look at these people in the industry in any industry as our God or our go-to or anything. But a lot of people do. A lot of people um, really do like idolize celebrities and the things that they say, they listen to them, they watch them. And I think that's where you have to be careful too. You need to really filter even when you're watching videos because a lot of people out here be really trying to give advice and be really trying to give their theory on stuff. But if it's not biblically based, boo, I can't follow you. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. And we might be doing that one next part two. <laughs> but anyways, my thought process started because I was thinking about lyrics and a particular celebrity's lyrics that I just started singing because I saw a video with her doing this segment with um, a professional chef and um, she was just talking. And then I, I thought about a season where I was with a friend and all we did was listening to listen to one of her albums that had just recently came out and we would just crack, crack up laughing, singing, loved the album, like great memory with a friend at my, at the time. And I started to sing the lyrics and I'm like, did she really just say that? Like, are these the lyrics she said? And I'm like, I, we really were singing this. It, she really said that. First of all, when I think about it now, I was like, the line was kind of corny, <laughs> to be completely honest. But then I thought about how people always say about certain celebrities, like, they're so humble. They're so, you know, she's so humble when she talks and blah, blah, blah. But her lyrics clearly be talking about this. Is, I'm just in general this woman is like this, this 
they may, may might call another woman a bee or be referring to a whole conglomerate of women or it's just like this secret competition that they ain't gonna say they're doing and they'll try to honor and pop up another woman but at the same time they're still competing with her is where I'm pretty much trying to get at um anybody could do it people do it that are Christian if you don't check your heart you know it could be envy it could be jealous or it could always be I'm trying to stay at the top and I actually noticed this um one time because we all know if you don't, you're listening around the globe that one particular woman in the industry is known as the queen. We're not going to say her name. We already know. Like <laughs> I said, known as the queen. I didn't call her the queen. There's a difference. Um, <laughs> just being real. Um, but I do sense and see sometimes that with other artists that even though they may not say they're trying to compete with her, I can tell. So I remember when the lady known as the queen in the music industry had recently had, I think she had her children. I don't know if it was the two kids or the, I can't remember. I think it was after the two children she had. And um, not long after that, there was another artist who had just had a baby, I think. Um, And usually I feel like these celebrities, they really do bounce back after their children because they have personal trainers. They change their eating diets and habits and all that different stuff. And it could be metabolism depending on how big they are before and after. But every woman is going to gain weight when she's pregnant. It may not be as much as some, but it just goes along with the whole pregnancy process. I do believe. I don't know any woman that hasn't said she ain't gained nothing. But, you know, you're going to be gaining weight when you're pregnant. But they tend to bounce back really fast. So after... <sighs> one had the baby, I just realized um, that she had come out with a song. I I can't remember which exact song it was. It could have been a new album too. I just, I don't follow as much as I used to when I was like in college and stayed up on everything. I just, I I only see things pretty much if I'm on social media and I'm not going to look for them. But I think she had came out with the album song and then it had like kind of like an African like influence I'll say to it and of course like pushing for I believe what I call agenda it 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 is what it is I have my own thoughts about that type of stuff but she had her own high moment of pushing this new thing out there and then I tended to notice with another artist this big craze around her coming out with a different song, but it didn't have the same music per se, but it kind of had a similar, um, uh, what do you call it? So I don't say structure, because that's not really the word I'm looking for, but it kind of has similarities. I'll just say that. Um, the song was talking about, you know, pretty much being a certain kind of way with that person that they're with (laughs) sexually. Um, But the craze was the video and her dancing in the video and what she was doing in the video and how everybody was like, wow, you are really making this happen. Like (laughs) with the other artists that came up after her. But my thing was, I only caught it because I was like, wait, I feel like she's really trying to compete with 
the top of the the top tier of the the queen <laughs> lady known as the queen only because right after that they had babies not too far from each other and then um and i'm saying all this to say a point just we'll get there there had babies not too long following one another and then the similarities with the african like vibe was still in the same like category with the song and not to say people don't do similar things and they don't have same ideas or similar ideas and stuff like that it could be also like a trend that's going on like afro afro cuban and afro uh reggaeton is kind of coming back i feel like in music in a different way a lot of artists are starting to work with like african artists you know nigerian and just which i think is really cool it's really neat you know i think we should bridge the gap between you know, American music and other music because it kind of broadens the spectrum, right? Um, it's in any genre, I think this is really cool. Jazz mixed with pop and rock and whatever. I think, you know, genres go a long way. Music is universal. You do what you do, but I think it's really cool when people preach. Yeah, whether I listen to the music or not, I can still have respect and love for the craft, right? But the similarities were just too similar that I could notice that I feel like I could just not even notice, I'll say discern, that she was competing with the queen, <laughs> the lady known as the queen, because it was just too close. And what she was doing in the video, I feel like was trying to set herself up higher. And sometimes I know I realize with women that are particularly secular in the industry or no Jesus or not no Jesus, I'm not going to say they do or don't, but even after they have children, they kind of want to, and they know they're getting older, they kind of want to stay relevant. So I did consider that too when I saw it. Um, and I didn't go looking for it. I just saw like something going on and I'm like, what's going on? And sometimes stuff shows up on your feed and you're, you're like, oh, you did that? Oh my God. Like, I didn't expect that coming from you. But you know, whatever, you know, new things happen and we're surprised every day. <laughs> and plus there's nothing new under the sun. But sometimes I feel like um, they try to stay relevant. I know a certain artist who's in the Latin category really does, you know, try to stay up on B, try to stay up on task because the reality is they know they're going to get older. They know that they also have to have somebody to pass the baton to. And a lot of times they're not ready to give that up. Like, that's why we see the tight outfits. That's why we see the midriff, the bikini. Like, I want to prove to you that I still got it. But you don't have to prove to me, boo. You're still beautiful. You still be snatched every time I see you, you know, but it's a constant thing and it's vanity to try to always kind of keep up with the Joneses. But in that industry, that's kind of how it is. And it's the ego. Like people talk about men have egos, but women have them too. When God said that we had to renew our mind, it wasn't just men that had to remove, renew their mind and their ego because the Bible talks about our mind is hostile against God. Like we in, in, in our human nature and in our carnal mind, that's what the carnal mind is, it's hostile. We don't want to do what God wants us to do. We just want to be in the flesh. That's our carnal mind because of sin and the fall. It's changed the trajectory and the consciousness of man. It's almost like it altered our DNA from the very beginning. You could do research on that, all that Bible scriptures. I'll post the scriptures. But carnally, we do we have a flesh so like people be like the devil made me do it did he or did you just go into your flesh and you did that do you see what i'm saying like like people say you can't always blame the devil for everything you can give him an open door but honestly the temptation comes when you 
are drawn away from your own sinful lust and your own desires. It's not because the devil made you do anything. You have what Adam and Eve had in the very beginning, the same choice they called free will. So we got to stop blaming the devil. <laughs> That's religion and all that talk, tradition talk. And the real of, of the real is your flesh wanted it, so you did it. But anyways, I was saying that because the ego is going to be the ego, whether male or female, even child or teenager or whatever age, because we are in a sinful world. We're in a sinful fallen world and we have to renew our minds, not weekly, daily. We have to make a choice that we're going to choose to think good thoughts. We're going to choose to do the right thing. We're going to choose to be incongruent with the mind of Christ. But in any case, I was saying this because I feel like sometimes in the industry or just competition is very much clear. You know, that's why you have these battle raps and you have these men. I'm talking mostly about the women right now, but you have these men going back and forth and what's this? And they trash each other in the music. It's really entertainment for people that follow them and that are fans. But I get it. I get it. You know, I know it's not supposed to be that big of a deal, but you have this beef. It's ego. (laughs) You know, and with women, they do the same things. You see it with the rap. You see it with, um, you know, I'm the biggest this, I'm the baddest B, or I'm the I'm the I'm bossy. You know, um, I N D B. I can't even spell. Lord Jesus, I am independent. You know what I was trying to spell. You know, it's like, but most of the time, it's letting you know in the lyrics that I'm the baddest chick. I'm the biggest baddest whatever. Whether they're making the money. <laughs> to show for it, you know, to back it up or not. Like in the praise that is going up for these women or, you know, by these fans and the idolatry that goes up, it's just in numbers. You know, I remember when I would watch videos um, of Michael Jackson, like when he would go on tour. I remember back in the 90s when they would show all these videos and footage of people literally crying, like when they seen Michael. The guys be like, I remember watching a, a Jamie Foxx special, which I used to watch a lot of comedy. And he had stories for days about different celebrities. And this it was hilarious. He had one that was, I can't remember which stand-up it was. I'm not saying that you should go and watch it, because, of course, there's a lot of profanity in it. Um, but he was talking about Michael Jackson and how they... <laughs> How he would, he did like an accent. It was super funny. And how people all around the globe just love him. And they'd be like crying and saying, Michael, and falling out. And it was just like, it amazes me now that I think about it now. Like how, how people really do view people. And how idolatry is so huge. You know, um, even in the music industry, we all know what idolatry is. I don't need to spell that out for you. It's putting something in place of God, period. You know, it could be social media. It could be, you know, even something that you're doing for God, you can make it an idol if you're not spending more time with God um, to build your relationship. And you're just doing that thing, thinking that's going to please him when he really just really, really, he really wants our time. He loves our service, but I think our time is so much more valuable to him than anything we could ever do because that's what builds our relationship with him and that's what really ultimately is going to fulfill us is the time we spend with God and the void is going to be filled with his, his with him but it's just so it's it, it's a powerful thing when you think about it and I know I always have to be careful um I told the story a while back um about you know just can't remember which segment it was, but I think it might have been on actually the behind the lyrics. Um, but 
about like my adultery, like like really creeping up as a young person um, when I would put all these stars on my wall and I would just like really be so indulged and engaged with the magazines. I would be listening on the radio all the time. But I feel like as an adolescent, that's just kind of what you do. Even though you go to church, even though you know Jesus and you love Jesus, you just kind of like are caught up in the world too, because you're just still learning who you are. You're still being you're captivated by a lot of things. So you just, you know, that's just what kids do, you know, sometimes. And I don't knock them for it. But now that I'm older and I see where God was trying to take me and what he was trying to show me at a young age and I still was just still young and immature, I didn't know. I get it now. But even as an adult, I still have to be careful, even though I'm more, I have more wisdom, you know, in that, in that, in that area of my life. But this is just, this was just getting to me because I feel like sometimes we can perceive something as humble um, where I'm wrapping up why I really was thinking about this. We could perceive people, industry, church, doesn't matter who they are, business as humble, but really what we will see is what they put out there. Their actions and their words are going to tell us how humble they are and they're not. You know, we well, could just be like, well, it's just entertainment. It's just art. It's just but even in your art and your entertainment, you don't have to put that out there. You don't have to say things like that to make yourself feel puffed out, puffed up. Now, confidence is beautiful. I love a confident woman. If she writes poetry that's confident about her and building herself up, especially when she was so down and people used to talk about her, bully her. You know, it's the context, the structure of it, the how you're putting it out there, the art. And I'm not knocking these artists. I never know if God will ever put me in the same room with them. You know, there's a possibility I will be. And I would probably tell them the same thing I'm telling them as I am on this podcast. I won't hide anything. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm not going to knock them or criticize them. But I'm here to challenge, too. It's like, at, at most, it's not really going to be like, oh, they're doing this for Christian people. They're not really doing it for Christian people. Well, no, they're not. But Christians also do enjoy the the music and they go to the concerts, too, and stuff like that. So, um I just think context could be different. I think that lyrics could be different. I think that the whole identity behind the industry could be a lot different. Even though I know it's not a Christian industry, it's not God for your industry, I get it. But there are still people that love Jesus and that are in these roles that still do these things. And there are people that are in the industry that love God too and that are walking beside these people. So my on and on thing is to saying like, we can still hold people to a higher um what's the word higher standard um I don't think we should expect them to do what we do as Christians because at the end of the day we are the light and I can't say that they don't love God or don't know Jesus Uh, only God knows that um their heart but I think ultimately that's why God is calling a lot of people into the music industry that are Christian and that are rising up in leadership roles and that are being a light or influencer quote-unquote um, because he wants the people that are in the secular industry in the world, quote unquote, to see him through them. I do believe art is a beautiful thing. I do believe God created art. I believe God created music. I believe God created all genres. I believe um, there was something that was taken from what God initially created and perverted. Um, I think that the enemy perverts things because he wants to copy God and wants to be God. And so you see a lot of the same similar symbols that God uses, whether it's scriptural, you know, revelation wise and things. And the enemy just perverts it and turns it to darkness. 
you know, you see that with certain things like the rainbow, you know, initially, what was that a sign in the Bible that God would never flood the earth again? And now it's used in another context outside of what God intended it for it to be used. Um, you can take it or leave it, whatever. I know what it means, but, um, you know, so many things, the star of David, you know, initially what that means. And then now you see the star of Satan and, you know, with that Baphomet head in the middle of it. And it's just like, he copies everything God does. He copies the creator. Like, think about it. He was created by God. <laughs> so you trying to copy the one that made you like, do you see what I'm saying? How much power that is in it? But that's a whole nother podcast too. But we just have to think about things from a different perspective. I think God initially wanted a world filled with love and hope and joy and peace and us giving and serving in our gifts to one another and helping each other be lifted up and just stay in a positive mindset. Like it would be like a euphoric land. Um, but unfortunately due to sin, we have been bamboozled. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. And sometimes we want what the flesh wants and we do what the flesh wants us to do, not just for ourselves, but to appease other people. Think about it. You're appeasing your audience if you're in this field because you need to make money. They're your fans that have supported you since you started. So you're going to do things that are going to be beneficial for you and to them because it's what keeps your 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 pocket fulfilled. Um, right now, I know a lot of artists aren't making as much income as they would be if they were on tour because right now we're in a pandemic and they can't do like they wanted to with that. But they're still making money. Trust me, I see a lot of celebrities on uh, endorsed by these advertisements on TV. And I'm like, oh, so-and-so got a deal <laughs> because they have to keep their family fed too. You know, it's not the same for everybody. And it's so funny that now we see, like, I recently just saw the lady known as the queen in a commercial outside of the beauty industry. I was shocked to see her in a commercial like that, her and her husband. And I'm like, since when did they get a commercial together? I've never seen them in a commercial together on a mainstream um, national television advertisement. So that was really interesting to me. So, but um, for us that listen that are Christian or that are listening that are not Christian, hello, we love you too. Um, it's just important for us to guard our hearts still. At the end of the day, it's back to that one main thing to guard ourselves, guard our hearts, making sure that we're staying in alignment and making sure that we're one with God and just filtering the things that we don't need in the season. I'm really trying to catch myself even with being on one social media platform because I'll see one video and then I'll go to the next one. I'll see that one, that one intrigued me. And then I'm just downloading all of this stuff. Not that it's negative, but I want to make sure that I'm not jumping into like borderline a gossip category or on, on by mistake, or, you know, I'm not watching so much of one thing that could be positive that is still turning me to have a negative perspective about something and, and dwelling on that and being criticizing and critical, excuse me, of it and not praying, you know, like I could take in a lot of stuff that I'm seeing on a certain news channel online just to get information but then I'm like irritated you know and my attitude is not a posture of prayers a posture of pissed off <laughs> do you know what I'm saying like it really is important that we guard our hearts against anything that will come to come and separate us even from God because even in the things that we think we're doing right and think we're watching right to stay informed we can still be putting ourselves in a deserved position because we're not 
doing ultimately what God wants us to do, and that's praying, and that's fasting, and that's reading our word. Like, I think about the last week, I was going to scripture, and I was reading them, but I wasn't studying. You know, I really study last week. So I think each week for me, I'm going to try to challenge myself this week, of course, but without distraction to actually study, study a scripture that the Lord really wants me to work on. If I'm having an area of, of, of one area in my life that I'm struggling with, considering lyrics, <laughs> I need to probably go to Psalms to read those things to keep me not in an anxious state because there are certain things in my life that I want to see done and happen, but it can't happen the way that I think or want done. Um, and I just really need to make sure that I'm really submitted to God in that area so that he can cha- transform me into thinking into his way about it and not my own way. So I think competition, healthy competition is fun when we're competing in games, when we're competing at school like we used to, or competition where we're, you know, I've been a part of pitch competitions where it's it's fun, but you can still support the other people. But when we're literally pulling down and bringing down another, whether it's a woman or a man, then we have to start searching ourselves in our heart. It's not just about art, especially in the music industry. Some of you guys may be artists, but I don't think you would ever get out there and put something out there about another woman or bash women in general when this is an uplifting platform. Like, I wouldn't get on here and bash you guys. I wouldn't say anything negative about another podcast. Like, I actually did a shout out, an influencer shout out. Like, that's how we should be. Like, there, I don't know if every one of them have a podcast. I know two of them out of the women that I shout out do. And I've listened a lot of times to theirs and it's been uplifting and encouraging to me so it's just watching our words watching what we invest our time in and also what we consume um all in all wrapping it up but I think competition needs to be put in a certain category because there's healthy competition and then there's not so healthy competition because if we're just rising up to be the top at everything then how are we going to bring other people up with us you know you know we could be like well level up step your game up and but it's not even what you say, it's how you say it too. It's like, there might be a woman that's not there yet, but you don't ever make her feel like she's less than because she's not where you are either. Because I know I wasn't always where I, I was and where I'm at now. It took people encouraging me. It took me actually step on a thing. It actually took an old friend to even tell me about this podcast. And for me actually to step on a faith and do it, you know, I might've had a little fear because I didn't know if people would listen to me. I didn't know, you know, sometimes you're apprehensive about stuff because you really don't know how people are going to perceive it. And I think having encouraging women in your life to be there for you in these times will really be helpful and beneficial. So let's not compete, but let's encourage. Let's continue to keep our sisters lifted. You know, if you have a friend this week or a woman that you hold dear in your heart, my encouragement to you is to send her a card today. I'm going to start doing some challenges so that we can actually live out the things that we say. I'm going to try to my best to send encouragement. I usually encourage people during the week, but I'm going to actually try to do that. I'm going to try to make a card or I'm going to make an e-card or something and pray and ask God who needs it this week because somebody's going to be going through something and you can guarantee there's going to be a sister this week that's going to have a day that she needed your help or she needed your words of encouragement or she needed your light to shine for her because she hers was dim this week. Not everybody's candle week is going to be bright every week, you know. Our candles are going to run low and we're going to need to be relit up, you know. We get relit by the Spirit, but then... We need people to fan our flame, you know, and so 
I think it's important. So I'm going to challenge myself to encourage someone this week. And I just challenge you to send a card, some flowers, some candy, some tea, you know, wherever you are in the globe, people are coming from fall to winter. So people love tea. People love coffee. You know, a $5 gift card to Starbucks, if you can afford to do that, would be a great idea. Maybe even people love Amazon. (laughs) You know, this is not a plug for them, but, you know, maybe sending a $25 gift card to a mom who's single, who needs some pampers, you know, like just thinking about how we can be uplifting and giving in the season because it's a time of need and we all need something. So I thank you guys for listening. I pray you're encouraged and continue to go forth in God and do all that he's called you to do because you are special. You are right with him and you're going to go far no matter what it is that you do. And just you be encouraged today. Have a blessed Sunday. Bye-bye.